0: You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. you
1: fucking with an iron empire. Harder than shells from a piece. All
0: right, PJ, we are back, and this is show number what?
1: Twenty, I don't know. <laughs> do this again. <laughs> Every week.
0: Twenty-three? I think last week you said it was 24, so maybe you're right. I I, I don't really keep track either. I'm going with 25, but uh, I have no idea if you're right or I'm right. You may be. You may actually be right.
1: Uh, one, of, one of our listeners should actually probably let us know what show this is. They probably they probably would know. Yeah,
0: you can get a special shout-out that from now on, when you put in your requests on the Facebook fan page for your shout-out or suggesting a topic, if you put the number of show, if you're the first one, we'll give you a special shout-out, and PJ will will sing you a song or sing your name.
1: How about that? I will sing. I name. You'll song sing song. their name. Like shit out of your name.
0: <laughs> People don't realize, but you are a a wonderful singer. You know, highly uh, trained. Yes, I sing a lot in my
1: spare time.
0: Yep, I often get videos. It's been a little while since I've gotten a video, but it's not it's not unusual for me to uh, see that I have a message on my phone, and it'll be a video of you singing a uh, a song to me. It's, it's wonderful. It's a special treat yeah. whenever I get one of those.
1: I went through a period of life where I was singing quite a bit. And then I moved into California, um, uh, which is where I am now, and what I like to call my dark period. <laughs> and uh, there's not as much singing, mostly just just screams and crying. Things,
0: but... <laughs> <laughs> I get now I get videos of you just crying. You're just crying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be disturbing the if I look gonna... down and I have a video of
1: you crying, just <laughs> hysterically crying, like not even just like weeping a little bit. Just like bawling my eyes out like snots. Just, <laughs> just, just, just bawling, crying.
0: Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Uh, that would definitely be one to put up on YouTube for sure.
1: Well, last night, speaking of singing, uh, I watched the show that I've never, ever, ever, ever watched before called The Voice. Have you seen it?
0: Yes, me and Daryl watch it all the time. We like that show.
1: So I watched the finale of it last night. I didn't see it. And uh, I liked it. I, was, uh, I had the whole thing explained to me. But the person that I want to win didn't win.
0: Who did you want oh, to win? I, I'm him. not. I mean, I don't think we're giving anything away because probably either people know or they don't know. I, I followed most of the season, but I didn't see the last one, and I probably will never. So you can like fill me in. What happened? Which guy? Well,
1: the black, the black dude won.
0: The big black dude. He's like he's like my yeah. size, black dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he could have been like a basketball player. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Looks like a looks like a handsome yeah. version of Seal.
0: And he's older too. I I always expected. You know, when you think of a show like that. I don't know, maybe I think of because I think of American Idol, I don't think of like uh, you know, late thirties I mean he's a good looking big black dude, but it just he was a surprise. he's surprising to win.
1: Yes, I thought he was surprising to win too. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who the four finalists were okay. since you were watching the show. Yeah. You yeah, had the big black guy, he won. Right. All right. Then you had the guy whose name was I think Chris Mann, who was like an opera singer. He he was like amazing that guy. But mm-hmm. but it was kinda like What
0: did he look like? You know, I don't remember the names. What did he look like?
1: Taller, good-looking guy. He was Christina Aguilera's guy.
0: Hmm. He's kind of gay?
1: Well, they're all a little bit gay to me, but yeah, I suppose you would say he's gay. But he was a legit opera singer, this guy. I don't remember him. Oh, very very powerful. Yeah. I think think he was the favorite. Uh, Then you had the underdog, whose name was Tony Luca, who was actually on the Mickey Mouse Club with Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake. And he never made it like the rest of them did. So Justin Timberlake tweeted... I want everybody to vote for my boy, Tony Luca, blah, blah, blah. And I guess, like, he, you know, he went pretty far. And Christina Aguilera, like, kind of, like, shit on him. Like, on every, on every TV. she was like, I don't think you'd be here if you didn't have a famous friend telling people to vote for you. Wow. Like, like, totally, like, like shit on the poor guy. Um, was he not, he not was, that good? Like, uh, he wasn't very good. Uh. He was kind of like a bootleg version of the Maroon, the Maroon 5 guy, like, you know? Right. Um, And then you had, who who I really liked, was this girl. She was like a locker chick. Oh,
0: I liked her. I she, know exactly who you're talking about. That's she, the one I liked the best.
1: She was the you know, you know yeah. the, the, the weird black dude who strikes and he cuts the cat. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a weirdo, yeah. She, He was her coach. And, dude, she was fucking awesome. Sorry, sorry Isaac. She sang Freebird, which already made me like her anyway, because you, you wouldn't expect somebody to sing a song like that. And she sang it just like a badass. She had a really unique, good, like, rock and roll voice. And I, I I, thought she really could have won. And it came down to her and the black dude. And uh, the black dude wound up winning. Um, But it was a pretty good show. I never watched it before. I don't really have time to watch TV anymore. But I I, I could see myself watching that.
0: Yeah, it was good. Uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't know if it was going to be good either. I mean, like, uh, I, I'm tired of those kind of shows, generally, like, American Idol and stuff like that. Um. I am going to watch the new one with America's Got Talent with Howard Stern. That one I'll definitely watch. Well,
1: I, I would only watch that because of Howard. Yeah, Stern.
0: because of Howard Stern. But um,
1: that, I watched that, that makes me want to watch
0: it. I I was Daryl turned it on when it just started, and I was like, oh, I'll turn the stupid shit off. I was like trying to get her to put something else on. I forgot what was on at the like Walking Dead or something was on at the same time for a while, or one of those shows that was actually a good show. And I and I, and I found myself kind of getting into it. Like it was a little bit, it was different enough with the teams, and them like you know. They don't. In the beginning, they didn't get to see the singer before they picked to put him on their team. So they're all all the judges, you know, like CeeLo and Christina Aguilera and Adam Levine. They're all facing the other direction, and they're hearing the voice. And then they hit a button, and they turn around, and that and then they can like try to the people that decide to turn around have an option to try to get them on the, that singer on their team. So that there was yeah. like more more involved uh, than other ones, and uh, and and the the singers really weren't as good. Uh, which it, you know it's funny you'd think that would make it worse, but. I, I felt like, you know, th- that they got better as opposed to like they're pretty much professionals already on uh American Idol, you know?
1: Yeah, American Idol was funny because like um yeah, like the beginning part where all the weirdos show up, like right. to me, like that's like the best part of, of course, American Idol. Of course, and and of this, I liked Simon. So like since he's gone, I have no no desire to watch that show. American Idol is kind of like Watching your fucking sorry Isaac like dorky neighbor get famous, you know what I mean? Like, like most of them don't really ever like amount to anything all that special. I mean, Kelly Clarkson made it pretty far, you know what I mean? But it's it's basically just like a, a popular. It's an American popularity contest, right. you know. Right. And, and I always kind of imagine like who is grabbing their phone. And be like, uh-huh. I got vote for the first time, I got to vote. Like, I've never done that. Before. Oh, there's
0: tons of, you know, the, like tons of the American, all these
1: fat there's people mil- sitting there. And, millions of people vote. Wait, like, give me the phone, give me the phone, I got to call More, More than vote for the it. president.
0: More than vote for the president, vote for American Idol.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, what, what, what a world we live in. Now,
0: I think that you don't, that that, that that show bothers you because you imagine yourself up there and you think, like, the injustice that you're not up there seeing at that moment winning American Idol. Could, it, could that be it?
1: I, I I guarantee that if I went on American Idol, I would make it past the first round solely on what I look like. Just oh yeah, of, oh they would of, love it. Of, of like abomination. But if they saw me on stage just singing, regardless of what I sounded like, they'd be like, I don't know, we got to bring this guy, we got to do something with this guy, just for at least one round. How know?
0: awesome! How awesome would that be if you were like really really good and you went up there in one of your uh, your tea back tank tops and uh, <laughs> <laughs> in contest shape and sang. That would be great. You should do, if they, if they do have an American Idol audition, that would be cool for you to go and do it. Cause I know you would do it.
1: Oh, I would definitely do it.
0: At my wedding, we might have to do a, uh, a karaoke. I think we were thinking about that.
1: Um, I will, uh, I will definitely do karaoke at your wedding. I would love to do that. Uh, um, I, I went, I was on a uh, spring break in, uh, can And, uh, this is a really funny quick story. Uh-huh. So, it was like the middle of the day. This is what makes it funnier. I don't know where the hell we were. We 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 wound up on this like in like this resort, and it was like old people. Like it wasn't like college kids. It was like a like forties, fifties, sixties like older couples like in a lounge, singing karaoke, right? And I was like hammered. It was the middle of the day with this, this dorky kid that I just met on spring break that I was just kind of like tagging along with because his sister was hot. <laughs> Uh, we went, I was like, let's go fucking sing karaoke. And it was just this, like, just picture like a like a pretty, like, you know, like a nice place. Not like a really upscale place, but not like a bar, you know? I mean, I'm talking like a place where, like, your parents would hang out and have, like, a nice evening of karaoke. So I go in there all drunk, and I sang Lean on Me, and I sang the shit out of it. And when I was singing it, I was like going out to like singing to the people at the tables, like walking through like 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 the actual like restaurant and shit. Mm-hmm. And the people were were getting all into it like clapping their hands and I was like I was like you know, like I was like adding shit And I was like, put your hands in the air and like the older people were like putting their hands in the air <laughs> and shit. And the people asked me if if I was like hired like as like part of the event staff to just like entertain them, and I was like I was like no, I'm I'm just a college kid on spring break, <laughs> just really <laughs> having fun. <laughs> oh, I
0: hope to see you do that at my wedding. Um, I
1: actually think I might have pictures of that somewhere that I can find.
0: I was thinking about that when every I know you're very uh, every myself and uh, you and now Darielle are anxious for your your wedding, your best man speech, and I was thinking that we need to record it on audio so that I can. Um, we can put it on the show so everybody can enjoy uh, your speech.
1: I think that uh, someone should definitely video uh, or record my speech because it's going to be very, very, very good.
0: <laughs> have you practiced it anymore? Did you, uh, have you went over what you're going to say or you kind of have a game plan and you're going to go from there?
1: No, what, what I do is I uh, do speeches. Um, like I have all my ideas that I'll start like, coming up with in my head. And then as it gets closer, I'll put all my bullet points down. Right. like on an index card. And then I will memorize the bullet points so I don't have to, like, look at my notes when I actually read it. And uh, and I'll I'll add lib stuff, too. But I'll have, like, the main things put in order as they come to me. I might add things in, take things out. And then, like, right before, like a day or two before, I'll kind of go over how I want it to be.
0: Right.
1: And um, by that point, I should have, like, most of it memorized that way. Like, you know, if I forget anything, I'll be able to kind of just, like, add a little bit where it'll still be good.
0: Yeah, that's usually how I would do something like that too. I like the bullet points. That's what I do for everything. I don't ever write anything all the way out.
1: Yeah, like my my you know my buddy Jason when he got married, you know I I already like I psychologically destroyed the maids of honor's at the uh, at the at the ceremony the day before when you do the little you know the pre wedding little thing whatever it's called you know
0: rehearsal dinner.
1: Um, yeah, a little rehearsal dinner. At the dinner, I was just telling him I'm like, listen. I know the order is for me to go first. But we should seriously change it to me going last. And they were like, why? And I'm like, I just, I don't want you guys to be, like, freaked out. I just, I know that after I go here, neither one of you doesn't even want to read. And they were like, whatever. And I'm like, no, seriously, you don't understand. Like, I do this for a living. Like, I, I publicly speak. It's something that I excel at. <laughs> Probably the best thing that I do. And I have put together an incredible speech. And It's gonna shock and awe everyone, and honestly, like no one's gonna listen to you guys after me, unless <laughs> you really, really, really put a lot of time into it. Do do is
0: that how it usually gets done? The girls go first. I mean, I
1: mean, this, I mean, this is how it was with this thing, and they got freaked out. I freaked them out. I'm sure you did. It okay. felt a lot of pressure. So 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 so, so they switched it. So where I could go out, go last. I think what you I should, I anybody. think you should do the, the same
0: thing again. I didn't even know Darielle's having anybody speak. So if she does have one of her girls or several, you should definitely go last for sure. Because well, like you said, I think that's
1: better. If I ever showed you this video, you'd laugh so hard because the first, she had two maid of honors, right? Her two best, best friends. Yeah. You know, what, what, both of them read from a sheet of paper that they like typed out, which is just gay. You know what I mean? Uh, and not getting a cool way either. No. Like, so the first girl's just like reading and she's not even reading it that well and she's getting all choked up. And I'm behind her, not looking at her at all, totally disrespecting her, drinking my drink, looking out the window of the uh, of like the venue that we were in, right? Just like a total asshole. Then the next girl goes, right? And hers is maybe slightly better, but still pretty bad. And had like corny jokes that were supposed to be funny that weren't funny. And, like, she's kind of, like, stuttering and shaking because she's nervous reading in front of a huge crowd of people. Now, I am doing, like, shots behind her, pacing around, like, you know, just, like, just just, just totally, like, just being, like, just and shit. And then it's my time, right, to go. I have no paper, I got nothing, right? I have, like, like no cards in my hand that I just looked at real quick and then tossed down. And I, like, worked the room. It was, like, hilarious. That <laughs> was done. They were, like... Oh my God, you weren't kidding. Did you practice that for like months? And I was like, no, I totally made it up last night. And they were like, <laughs> it. And I was like, no, seriously, I made it up last night. And they were like, you're such a liar. You're a liar. And I'm like, no, I told you, I'm just good at this. So you're, you're, putting,
0: you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, PJ now, because you do need to perform because this will be documented. And everybody listening to the show will hear it uh, and probably see it.
1: No, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be outstanding.
0: Uh, I got some news, PJ. Uh, after listening to the last radio show, I was able to negotiate, as of today, the purchase of a very large television screen.
1: I am excited for you because I actually had got a, uh, a email from from uh, Darielle explaining to me <laughs> um, how how impulsive you are, and and you know why you shouldn't get the TV. And she gave me her side of the story. You know she left, you left out a couple of things from from the original story about how she had bought you you know, the MacBook pro thing or whatever that
0: you yeah. wanted. Yep. That is the one thing since me and her have been together, I, 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 am like you, I don't really, I don't really have a lot of things that I want. She'll tell you I do, but in reality, there's not a lot of like things that I want in reality. There's not, I mean, if I think right now, like, what are the things that I want? Like in, on the planet, I, I do want a new car. Uh, but other than than that, I really can't think of anything that I want. So for a while, the thing that I wanted was that MacBook pro. Um, which is really a work tool because I, I only use it to edit video. Um, but she made me wait a long time to get that MacBook Pro, and uh, I think I had to save. I think the deal was I had to save five thousand dollars in our savings account before I could spend the thousand dollars to buy the laptop. Um, so she is you, very. You to,
1: wait, wait. How much did you have to
0: save? I had to save five thousand before I could buy okay. the one thousand dollar laptop. So I had to put an additional uh, five thousand away before all I right, could spend
1: that. Um look
0: look i'm not really complaining you know i uh, she she I am impulsive, and a lot of times there are stuff that I will want um you know in my life it doesn't happen that much she'll make it sound like it happens all the time. but if I see something that I want, a lot of times I will do it if if she wasn't here, I would buy it immediately, and then on occasion i'll look back on it and be like, I probably really didn't need that, you know what I mean, and she definitely prevents me from doing anything like that. Yeah, so that's very good. Yeah, you know, you know, like you said, I'm the least Jewish person you know. So, I am uh, I tend to be overly generous and overly like uh, not the opposite of thrifty. I'm I'm not uh, I don't think I'm irresponsible with money necessarily because I always you know now at least now since I've you know my life has changed I pay the bills and stuff like that. But um, she definitely is a positive influence in that way. But I got a TV, and that's that's the uh, I didn't get the 82 inch television though. Uh, we actually went and looked at it. I don't know if you are aware, people listening are aware, how big an 82-inch television actually is. Huge. Yeah. She yeah. And, and like I, I, we went and looked at it and she was actually open-minded to the possibility. She didn't like be like, no way, it's not happening. But when we went and looked at it, we realized that you really need a very large room uh, to have this television. Because if you have it in like the, a normal sized room, like our living room, which is not small, but it's not big, um, and you're sitting even at the end of the room on like the couch or something, it's your eyes need to like move around to see the whole television. It's like when you sit too close to a movie screen, you know, and you can't kind of take it all in at once. That's kind of how mm-hmm. this TV is. Um, so, so we went today and we we're going to buy, Oh, I'm
1: a little jealous. Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't get that TV, so don't be jealous. Um, <laughs> okay. So I went to, we went today and we were going to buy the 65 inch, right? Yeah. And it was $2,199. And we were looking around, and we found one that was 60 inches, the exact same brand, Samsung, that was on sale for $1,400 for five inches less, or four inches less, actually. And so we ended up, not only I didn't get the 65, I ended up getting the 60-inch, and I uh, saved another $700. So she left very happy.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah.
0: So I got a bigger TV. We spent less money than we really happy. Had.
1: Everybody's happy.
0: Everybody's happy. And when you come... Um, to Florida, you will get to enjoy my big TV as well. Your is just as big, though. Is your 60 inches? No. Almost. 50, it's 55. Ah, oh, you must be feeling inadequate now. Wait till you see mine. I,
1: feel, I do feel a little inadequate
0: now. I, if I had an 82, you would really, you would come over and you would leave very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that I An mean, 82 is a, a monstrous TV, man. Too, it was
0: too big. I mean, like even me, who wanted the big, big, big one, I went and I looked at it and I was like, okay,
1: you're right. It's too big. <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, TVs, I don't know if TVs can really be too big. The,
0: the thing is, you if you can't watch the whole TV at one time, it's just, it is too big, you
1: know? You got to just watch it from farther away.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you got you need a bigger house then. We need a bigger I, would house love,
1: I would love to see porn on a TV that big. It would oh, be yeah. incredible. It
0: would be bigger than life size. You'd have a vagina that yeah. would be
1: like the size of a human being. you just dive your head in there.
0: It would be it would be tremendous. That's for sure.
1: We <laughs> <Yeah>, had tremendous.
0: <laughs> um, so you are dieting. I'm dieting. And uh, before we get into any more details on that, I wanted you to tell the uh, the story of uh, your Subway event. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, last week, here's what happened. The night before my Subway event, I came home. I miscalculated. I miscalculated my my meals, and I had no more tilapia. And I was like, shit, I have no food. And I was like, it was late. I was tired. I worked all day. And I didn't want to go to the store at, like, 11 o'clock at night, buy tilapia, come home, cook it. So I was like, what are my options? And Amber had uh, liquid uh, egg whites. She eats a lot of liquid egg whites. I don't eat uh, egg whites. Uh, for some reason, I developed some kind of like I don't know if I developed some kind of like albumin like allergy or something. But eggs don't sit well with me. But I I that it was more the yolks. To be honest with you, when you're when so you're I'm not like, dieting, you know what? the whites won't be that bad. Right? When you're like, not dieting,
0: when you're not dieting, you eat eggs. I've seen you eat eggs.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know what happened. I just started developing a, a problem with eggs. So oh, okay, um, I uh, I I take this this carton of egg whites out and, and it's leaking, which kind of like freaked me out a little bit. So I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I wonder if this is okay. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's new. I'm like, are you sure? Cause there's another one in here. It's not open. I'm like, how long has it been leaking for? And she's like, oh, it's fine. it won't go bad, or whatever. But we got to screw it. So I, I poured the whole thing in, right? It, it wound up equaling out to like 75 grams of protein via egg whites. And then I just like mixed some greens into it. And I just, fucking, sorry, I had to put it in a bowl and I ate it, like, that was, like, my last meal, right, it was supposed to be a fish, and said I did it, right, so I woke up the next day, I just felt so crappy, I was, like, tired, and I just felt, like, my stomach felt really weird, and I'm, like, what's wrong with me? I was, like, I can't believe the diet is hitting me so hard, you know? Right. So, you know, I I do my cardio, and I was, like, seriously, like, about to faint doing my cardio, And and I'm, like, should I just give up? Should I stop? I'm, like, what's wrong with me? So I come home, I finish my cardio, I walk home, and I'm getting really, really shaky and dizzy. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'm overdoing it. So I go to IHOP, and I get uh, the steak tips and, uh, and pancakes. That's my favorite thing at IHOP. Uh, who right? gave
0: you, who, and, who suggested I, that
1: steak tips? You, you, you right did, right. you did. It's all I got when I go there now, okay. actually. Uh, so I, I feel a little bit better. I'm like, walking out of IHOP, and I'm like pouring sweat. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Right? So I had to go get a haircut. So I go to the bank. I had to do some stuff at the bank. Right? And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get my haircut. And I'm, I'm like, I really honestly felt like you feel when you're like a couple days before a shot. I felt like I was having just, just faint. And all of a sudden, I get this just wrenching, just drop in my stomach, dude. Like, you, you. i mean, people outside of my car must have been able to hear it. It was like, it sounded like 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 just like when you when you have like a crystal rock like water thing and you hear like the water like glugging, uh. and I was like, oh my god! And then I started pouring sweat, and it was it was seriously it was an emergency. Like there was no ass clench that I could do that could hold this in. So there was a subway. I pulled into the subway. I ran in. It's an employee only bathroom. I'm like, can I please use your bathroom? It's an emergency. Well,
0: before like, you get any further, what would you have said if the guy was like, "No, sorry, employees only"?
1: I would have just been like, "I'm sorry, but I'm going to kick the door of this bathroom down right now." <laughs> right.
0: So you would have done it no matter what. You're you're yeah. using
1: the bathroom. By the time the cops got there to arrest me, I would have been okay. okay. Um, so the guy was like, "Yeah," he's like, "Here," and he, he gives me the key, and like I'm not even to the sea, and it just starts exploding out of me. Like it smelled the funny thing, like pure rotten eggs, and it was just brown water. Just I couldn't believe how much was coming out of me. And it went on for like ten minutes. It like seriously filled the toilet up, right? So I was like, holy crap, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it. I felt so much better. I was like, relieved. And I'm like, I flush the toilet and it's not going down and it starts rising like like dangerously close to the top of the toilet. And I'm like, Oh no, I can't flush I can't I can't, can't flush the toilet here. So there happened to be a plunger in there. So I grabbed the plunger, and I start, like, hurrying up and plunging it. And it's, it's like, spilling out, like, all over the floor <laughs> in the bathroom. And then it finally starts to go down. But that after, like, a bunch of the brown water had, like, spilled on the floor. And it was horrible. It smelled like a stink bomb. And uh, I, I put the plunger back. And I was, like, kind of thinking, like, sh- maybe I should give this guy, like, like five, ten bucks so that me use the bathroom. <laughs> but then I kind of figured, like, oh, I'll never see this guy ever again. So I just kind of ran out. And uh, just left it at
0: that. And so there's a little bit of poop on the floor.
1: It's not even, I mean, yeah, it, it's poop, but you wouldn't even be able to tell it was poop. It would just it just would be like, why is there like brown uh, water all over the floor?
0: And we talked about this after you told me it happened. That I suggested that you give him a few dollars, but that would probably would have made it even more awkward, right?
1: Yeah, like here's a couple dollars for getting shit all over your floor and looking <laughs> at it up, buddy
0: i guarantee you i'll never let anybody else when they run in to try to use the bathroom that's the oh, last time i thought i
1: screwed over anybody that had that idea.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think that now the next huge muscle guy that comes in there he's like no using my bathroom <laughs> <laughs> um pj i'm going to uh the shreveport um they call it the optimum classic this weekend and, uh, and it is in a casino. And I'm actually, you know, I'm sad that Darielle's not coming with me. She will be with me at uh, Junior USA is in uh, Charleston. Um, I think it's South Carolina. I keep saying North, but I think it's South. I don't know. Uh, you know Charleston? Is it North Carolina or South Carolina? Do you know? Charleston,
1: I think, is in South Carolina.
0: Okay, I think so. Anyway, uh, this weekend I'll be in Shreveport uh, by myself uh, going to cover that show. And it's at a casino. So it made me wonder, me and you have never gambled together. Do you know how to play uh, poker?
1: Uh, I know how to play poker. I'm not great at it. Like um, Texas
0: Hold'em or, like, poker, like, draw? Uh,
1: I know how to play both, but I don't really play. Like, you know, I sat with you when you were playing. Remember when we were at the casino? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. You did play with me, but you didn't play. You didn't want to play.
1: I didn't want to play. I just sat there and listened to those retards that we were playing with.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were with... That was at, um, what, the Bellagio or something after the Olympia, right?
1: Yeah. Now one guy was just such a douchebag.
0: There was a few of them. There was... It was all those old, weird, uh... It was a bunch of weird old fat guys, basically, and they were asking. Yeah, one guy,
1: one guy, fat guy, was talking about how he met his wife at a crab race. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah, they were. You you pick a crab out, and then they race, and that's how he met his wife. And the other guy was just like talking about how like how muscular we were.
0: He couldn't get over it. He couldn't. He could not get over it.
1: Yeah, that was like his whole spiel. Like you know, everybody has their spiel. Like that was his thing. Like, yeah, at the table, he's like, not going on and Don't on. want to
0: mess. You don't want to mess with those guys over there and that end of the table. Look at that guy over there. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, he's just nonstop. He just wouldn't shut up. That
0: man. guy over there, he's got some big muscles. You see that guy? Like holy <laughs> shit! Like he'd be like, keep repeating basically that that phrase over and over again. I don't want to take your money. Uh, you might have that guy get me. Kept pointing. He to was you talking him.
1: on the phone to his to his wife, and he was like. <laughs> I got to go, honey. You got to see the guys I'm playing poker with right now. You would
0: not want to. You'd probably leave me for one of these guys. <laughs> uh, that's, what he, that's what he said. You would. There, there are these guys here, honey. You would. If you saw them, you would just be all over them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <an weird>
0: <laughs> you know what? It's a, I'm, I'm starting to transition into the Jerry Montaneri voice. Jerry nah,
1: would have been fine. Nah. These guys don't know how to play poker
0: the like way I play poker. <laughs> this guy over here, he rolled out his penis, and I knew it was going to be a good day.
1: I would say this this guy might be bluffing. By the way, he just rolled his penis
0: out onto the table. <laughs> I'm going to call him to find out, though. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, we need to bring Jerry to play uh, poker. We need to get Jerry on the show. He said he'll do the show. We need to get him on the show to get people to.
1: I want Jerry on the show. Jerry will be
0: great. Introduce the real the real Jerry Montanari. Maybe we could do our impressions for him and see if he uh, if he likes the Murphys. I have a feeling that Jerry won't be insulted by anything. No, I think he'll think it's funny. Yeah, he'll think it's funny. Uh, he'll be complimented, I believe. Um, you got an apology you want to make? I know uh, it's very significant. Uh, I actually alluded to it on our uh, Facebook fan page. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people got all excited. They were trying to figure out who you wanted to apologize to, and I actually threw out a little bit of. I don't know if you saw the quote that I threw out, to kind of like mislead people. Did you see that? Uh-huh. No,
1: I didn't. I can go look and see. I'll tell you. A lot lot of people thought it was going to be the Southern Bell.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's because the quote, I I, I put the, my quote for the thing was, uh, uh, what did I say? I said something like, uh, Long Island iced tea. I never have one of those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, uh, it was not uh, the Southern Bell. The Southern Bell, I I wouldn't picture listening to our show. You never know now, though. Um,
0: It's it's starting to, uh, this, this girl you're about to apologize to is a big surprise.
1: It's actually funny. I'm looking at this right now. It's funny the people that are sticking up for me on here. Jessica Dunn is, is uh, backing me up on here, telling, telling the girl to man up and stop being a pussy and stop stalking PJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max Cervantes also said, you know, why would you have to apologize? She is an adult, and she made her own decisions and has to live with them like any of, of the rest of us. Well, family. you know
0: she's listening right now. You're not earning any brownie points with these comments, PJ. Well, here's the deal.
1: Here's the deal. You know, we, we we tell our stories and want everybody to laugh. And I suppose you don't think of the repercussions of any of the stories. Now, right. I told the story of the giant, you know, boobs situation. Right. This is this is the girl, you know. And um, you know, I told you that that she and I, you know, she was she, you know, she and I. Never had any issues. This is the, Never just turned, to, to
0: just specify, because people are, I don't know if you gave enough information. The girl that you met at the gym that you were actually complimenting, you were saying, I think she had the 2,000 CC boobs, and you were saying that, because we were yeah, saying, uh, we we're, were talking about who was a stalker, you know, what stalkers you've had, and you were actually saying that this yeah. particular girl was the opposite of a stalker, because
1: she yeah, wanted... I, you know, I actually I actually said, uh, I described her as saying, in life, som- sometimes uh, things that seem too good to be true often... You know, are too good to be true. But in th- in this case, she was great. Like she never turned into a stalker. She was really cool. We wound up being friends and everything after. And I never had any hard times with her. Um, but I guess I said something along the lines of like I got what I wanted to get or something like yeah. that. I-, I don't really remember how I worded it. Um, but she took it like very like like offensively, and she she kind of like felt like I made her to seem like a whore and. You know, I didn't want her to come across like that. I really, all I wanted to do was glorify her boobs. Uh, right, right. Because you love how big she's her boobs actually, are. She's actually a really sweet girl. And, and as she had said, you know, I, I, I really thought you were an awesome guy. And, like, hearing you say that on the show, like, really made me think that you were an asshole. And that hurt my feelings a lot because that, that's not something that I would just do with people. Like, you know, I always liked you and, you know, maybe I thought that, you know, something would come of it. And obviously nothing did. But, you know, I, I did need to hear you, like, publicly humiliate you like that. And to which I said to her, you know, nobody would ever know it's you. I didn't say your name. I would never say your name. And she said, well, anybody that goes to that gym is going to know. Which is awesome that, that, oh, all
0: that all nice those people, people that listen at that gym. That's interesting.
1: Um, You know, so I'm sorry for that. I mean, she, she is a very, very nice girl. And, um, you know, I, I would never want to, like, hurt her feelings like that. I felt really bad after that, and she, she does have absolutely tremendous boobs that did sort of ruin me for all other boobs. There, so there are 2,000
0: cc's, these boobs? 1,200
1: cc's. Each one
0: there. or total? Each one. Wow. You know, it's funny, Darielle's are, she wants to get bigger ones, but Darielle's are, I think, 250, so, like, or 300, maybe. So, it's hard to yeah,
1: imagine. The, the, those are little baby ones. Like, um, let's see, let's, let's, let's give you some implant sizes. I think, uh, uh, you saw Jessica Dunn in person. Our, 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 our uh, sure. She's good. our favorite girl. Our dating game, Cheryl. I believe she has five hundred CCs.
0: Yeah, that's what I would guess. Okay, five hundred sounds about right. I believe that.
1: So, you picture more than double the size of that. It's
0: hard to imagine. I'm trying to think. How about Mary Big Boobs? You know Mary Big Boobs. How big are her boobs?
1: Mary Boob Big Boobs probably has about six hundred,
0: maybe six fifty. Whoa, Mary Big Boobs. Her name is Mary Big Boobs, and they're only six hundred.
1: You know who has huge boobs? Do you you know Kevin Tomasini's wife?
0: Yes, I don't. uh, Stacy, right?
1: Stacy Tomasini has a thousand CC boobs. Her boobs are big, but she's also a bigger girl. She's like almost freaking six feet tall.
0: Yeah, she's a bigger girl, and she does have big boobs. I'm trying to think of some people that we know that uh, that boobs and that uh, that we're both familiar with, not not intimately familiar with, but that could be interesting Um, if we're we're both intimately familiar with them.
1: Let's see. um, who could I? who could we use here be careful uh you remember, you remember Nicole my my ex-girlfriend Nicole yeah yeah there? her boobs were pretty big those are 550 wow that's
0: crazy so 1200 just trying to picture what that means is that like the size of a basketball
1: dude i mean they were so big that that i that i like i wanted to just like with them to feel how heavy they were. I'm just about
0: to find out like, what that what is 1,200 cc's. What is that equal to? Put my, hands,
1: put my hands around them and 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 just like I was like weighing them. I mean, I I'd never seen anything like it.
0: Um, let's see. I'm trying to do. Um, I'm trying to figure out how many cc's in a pound. How many cc's in a pound? Let's see. Cc's in
1: a. Well, think about it. A liter. You know, what a liter bottle of water is. A liter. It's 1,000 milliliters, which is equal to 1,000 cc. Right, so and it's that's 32 heavier. ounces. Yeah, so it's heavier than than a 32-ounce than a bottle of water.
0: Okay, here it is, here it is. So uh, so
1: it's two, it's slightly over two pounds, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's slightly over two pounds, yeah. Huh?
1: So she had five pounds of pure boob on her chest. Wow.
0: It's 453 cc's per Pound. So she's looking at she's looking at around yeah you know, around five and a half pounds of so or so of boob. Wow.
1: I think uh, I'm trying to think of, of of other boobs that we would both mutually know. I think. Um, do you remember when Colette Nelson had her boobs really big, but then she got them smaller? Yeah. Yeah. I think when hers were really big, they were like six fifty. Wow.
0: Two of Colette's huge boobs equals one of this lady's boobs.
1: Yeah. And this girl is very thin. I believe she was like 109 pounds and like 5'5". Five five, so this, this
0: is why she believes
1: that everyone will know. She looked like her. Jessica Rabbit. She looked like Jessica Rabbit. So yeah, there's not a lot of people that look like that. But I, I, I would never want to hurt her feelings. She's a really, really sweet girl. And that was a dick move on my part, I suppose, to, to tell the story in the way that I did. All I really wanted to do was glorify how awesome her boobs uh, were, which uh, we can do right now. And I will say again, her boobs were amazing. Oh. Um, but I did not want to hurt her feelings. So I apologize for it that. It
0: brings, this brings up, reminds me of a few sex stories of yours that I could tell. Maybe I'll, I'll check them out with you first make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. Before I bring them up, I don't want to, I don't want to bring up any, any sex stories I shouldn't. So, um, actually when I'm, yeah. I'm reading, uh, as, as I'm sure that there are, um, I'm reading this, the, uh, the, where, where I mentioned on the, on the Facebook fan page about, um, about you apologizing this week, and, I, and there's uh, a few interesting points on here. I want I want to bring up. Um, one is uh, jo- Joseph Mark Joseph Dom Dom says uh, that I should have her or we should have her on the show. The big boobs. Would you think she would ever agree to come on the show?
1: Uh, <laughs> I could ask her. <laughs> that would be. You know who wants to be on the show so bad, and she just she asks me almost every day hmm. if she can be on the show. Sweet Capri. Uh,
0: what is she going to talk about?
1: I told her, I'm like, what are you going to bring to the show? You got to bring something to the show. I'm like, you got to bring something special to the show. You can't just get on our show.
0: I have a feeling that that would be very, very inadvisable to have sweet Capri on the show. Unless she's got something that she wants to talk about that has nothing to do with anything to do with RX muscle or any of its staff. But if you want, if she has something else like funny stories or something that, uh, that won't get herself, my, me or anybody else upset then, uh, or in trouble, that would be great. But uh, I can't imagine what she wants to come on and talk about. She wants to talk uh, about sex stuff?
1: For some reason, she, she thinks that she would be great on the show because she, she feels that she won't hold back. She'll talk about whatever we want to talk Ugh, about. But, I, but I'm like, you know, so will a hundred other people. You know what I mean? Well, you know, no,
0: it would be better to get. I, I mean, somebody else makes a suggestion about, um, about ha- having one of your exes on. This is Jess says, Aaron, get one of PJ's uh-huh. exes or somebody he's been with so that they can spill the juice on PJ. Um, that would be interesting.
1: Yeah, who would we get?
0: I can think of a few people that I could call and probably get. I don't know if you'd want them
1: though. Uh I I know I know I know somebody who would come on the show. I bet you who would have no problem coming on the show. Who? I think you could probably think think of who I'm thinking of also.
0: Somebody that you've been with.
1: That I would. Yeah, think I don't know with. if you. I don't know if you would necessarily call her an ex of mine, but somebody that was, that's very very uh, close to me. Um, that I suppose you would say it was. I was. It was I guess dating I suppose in a way there's
0: a few of these I can think of and most of them I would I would think you either wouldn't want on or you or you uh you, they wouldn't they wouldn't come on so I am very. I think,
1: this, well, I, I think this one particular person actually might come on the show I text really it text
0: it to me I, right now text it to me okay text me so I could say I, I'm very curious I,
1: I I I really do think that she would uh that she, would, she would come on because
0: she's a good sport like that. Why uh, why I'm waiting for my text. I want to say it's very funny that Jessica Dunn um, is putting on there on about like talking about women that, that she doesn't get emotionally involved and everything. And then Iron Empire Radio uh, writes, which uh, she assumes is me, Jessica. You would definitely get attached to Braun Fitness if he was your fuck buddy. That's why you're just better off of him being your coach. And she wrote back. <laughs> and she writes back. haha, Aaron. No mixing pleasure with business. Very funny that she assumes that that that's me telling her instead of you.
1: What I love about the Iron Empire Radio uh, Facebook page is that nobody really knows who's responding to what. And I like to keep it that way. Yeah, we don't know. You don't Uh, know. Because, because you know, whoever did make that statement, that is a very accurate statement. She is much better off being uh, my student and letting me be the coach because uh, I will lead her to the promised land. I will turn a professional and she'll have a good career and if anything happens with us sexually like every other girl that happens to have uh, sexual uh, interactions with me she'll probably turn completely insane And i wouldn't want that to happen to her because we like her a lot right she so, would listen to the show now we would
0: lose one of our uh, one of yes our, yes for, our, that, for, for that
1: reason we would never that
0: um i got your text message yeah she would be yeah. good uh she would definitely be good she would be interesting. Um, and you would, and if we had her on, that was actually who I was thinking of, but I was, I didn't know if that would be, uh, okay or not. Okay. So we would have her on, she would say, give glorious reviews of you. So, and of course you'd want her on,
1: you know what? Um, uh, you know, like we have an interesting relationship. You know, she's like, I would, I would, I would say that, you know, she, I would say she's like one of my best buds. You know what I mean? That, that i just happen to have like you know sexual relations with that we probably would have made uh a great couple uh but she had all she also would have probably made a great couple with a couple other people that we know uh in the industry And it kind of uh ruined that whole thing
0: boy <laughs> you know what we, we should get her on the show i i, I will ask her if you want and because that would be a very interesting interview i can think of a lot of good things to ask her well, I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. I'll let her people know. In advance. Would,
1: people, would, people would love to hear about the triangle, but I highly doubt she would ever. Uh, Let's talk
0: see. About that. Let's see. That would be interesting. The triangle does not include me. In case anybody's wondering, he's talking about another oh, bodybuilder no. that, I, that everybody who listens to the show knows. So I, it will be very interesting. I'll ask her, or you want to ask her? It's up to you.
1: Um, I don't know. You can ask her. I w- I'm not opposed to it, to be honest with you. Wow, very interesting. She and I have a, have a have a crazy relationship. There's nothing that she could really do that would piss me off, to be honest with you. She's like a, I don't know. We have an interesting relationship, so I wouldn't care. All
0: right, uh, PJ, let's uh, go to commercial I think break. The, I'm
1: sure that the other party would would, would care though.
0: Nah, eh, well, that's that's in that's in the, that person's past. That person has moved on. <laughs> They've got they're dating somebody else now. So, yes. Um well, we'll see. We'll see what they say. Um, let's do our uh, shout outs and uh, move on, commercial break, come back and, and finish off some listener topic questions. We
1: have, we have some good uh, listener questions. It's my favorite part of the show.
0: Yeah, we got some pretty good ones. And I got a, a, a few other ones that were emailed to me. That I guess people, it's interesting. People, I've noticed lately, uh, we've gotten a few questions. Like people send the Ask Dave questions in uh, for Dave for Heavy Muscle Radio. And on that, we give the option of being anonymous. I've noticed that for whatever reason some people have not wanted to give it through Facebook because the, then the questions obviously your name comes up and it's public uh, so that a lot of people have been sending it through emails and just saying be anonymous because you know an email could be big swole gun 69 or something you know yeah so I wonder I, I sometimes I wonder when I get more of the unusual questions that I don't even ask during the show who the uh, who the people are who are sending them sometimes anyway the, um, uh,
1: yeah um, okay shout outs You know what just just randomly popped into my head? What? Um, I don't ever look on, I I must be honest, I don't ever look on Twitter for shout-outs anymore. So I hope that everybody is putting their shout-outs on the Iron Empire Radio Facebook page and are liking the Facebook page and not trying to get us on Twitter. You can talk about us on Twitter, of course, but I want all the shout-outs in the same place to make sure I get everybody, so I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, that being said, shout-outs for this week. Liam Tracy, Joe Cristiano, Joshua Marzak, he wants to shout-out the Anabolic Insider. Um, they actually did an interview with me, so you can go definitely check out www.theanabolicinsider.com. Um, uh, Adam Gilbert, shout-out to Sydney, Australia. Uh, Shannon Ortego, <laughs> who actually put how to pronounce our name because apparently we've been messing some people's names up lately (laughs) Keith Mm -hmm. Allen Jonathan Gomes our boy Patrick Barnes we love Patrick Barnes uh Araya Dargahi he actually didn't put how to pronounce his name he he could help me with that one uh Gerard Gelling uh Jody Boba Daniel Cody Cody Kidd interesting that his name just pops up right there hint hint. James Hill (laughs) uh Shane Royce Spencer Barrett, Greg Tuba, who, by the way, is a client of mine who made some really impressive changes in the past few weeks. I, I am. Uh, Anthony Derizio. uh Shout-out to Chris Austin. Uh, Steve Mueller. Steve Miller. Uh, Asad Malik. Uh, Levi Fairbanks. Rob Manns. Uh, <laughs> Ahmad Malik, we never found out if they were brothers. They are
0: brothers. He he wrote me, they are brothers.
1: Oh, they are they are brothers. Okay, uh, that's I told guys. him, I said, boy, would
0: that have been a coincidence if they weren't? You know, you guys should get together or something. But he said, no, they're brothers.
1: You know, Rob Mans. Rob
0: Mans is actually having the very first Iron Empire Radio t-shirt made. Did you see that on Twitter?
1: Yes, I saw that. That was a funny idea. Yeah. I saw that. That was very good. Rob Manns sent me a, a private message today. I don't know if he wants me to talking about it. Uh did he send you that message about the girlfriend situation? No, nah, I
0: don't think you should mention it then if he if he did it. Is he asking for advice on the show?
1: Yeah, he asked me for advice. I, I, I can look and see if he wanted it on the show. I mean it was pretty heavy what he
0: said. No, me. don't no uh, no, don't
1: do it. <laughs> Jordan Coburn, uh Chris Schmidt, somebody from Australia with a shredded up uh amazing uh girlfriend Renee. Uh Stacy Mitchell Gray, um Lou Hudson. Sean F. Rob, Jason Anderson, a.k.a. Big Nut, uh, Tay Ki Kimble, uh, Will Albertos, shout out to Big Willie Stiles, <laughs> 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 uh, Bre- <laughs> Ben Graheda, uh, who, who is not Japanese, uh, Benjamin Herring, uh, Gerard Gelling, and of course, uh, Rob Holtz, very loyal from the beginning. mm mm-hmm. I
0: think that's everybody. Good job, PJ. You, I actually watched you pronounce them, and I think you did a very good job this time. I don't think you got anybody wrong. No,
1: I don't think so. Let me look in my in my crowd messages real quick just to make sure. You I
0: wanna, while you're doing that, I want to mention that um, uh, Scott Goble from uh, Australia, who helps Tony Doherty run the FitX, uh, that I was a, uh, a guest of um, in Australia what, a few months ago. Uh, Scott actually put something on the uh, Facebook fan page. That I don't think you saw that. I, I really enjoyed reading. He said, um, Scott says, love the la- latest show. My favorite bit was your lighthearted take on the Dan Hill, on the Dan Hill incident. Feebo. Very funny. You guys make domestic violence. Cool. Great job.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. If we, I love to hear stuff like that. Um, all right. He didn't say that. I think he may want his thing private. So I'll
0: <laughs> probably good that you didn't. I, I have a feeling that, uh, that I know what you're talking about because he asked me, you know, obviously you have me doing cardio now for uh, my diet. I've been doing an hour a day. Yeah. You actually didn't even tell me I have to do that much, but I'm trying to get to a goal weight uh, for the wedding. So uh, I've been doing an hour a day and, and somebody, well, I tweet a lot while I'm doing cardio just to entertain myself. And uh, somebody recommended that I ought to do the cardio confessionals again because they were popular. Uh, Mm -hmm. and surprisingly popular. You you wouldn't think that uh, a thousand people would watch me talk during cardio, but they were. So um, they said, um, I think it was uh, Rob who actually suggested that I talk about how I got over uh, when Amy, you know, my ex-girlfriend cheated on me. Remember with the New York pro, that whole drama and everything. And like, I guess he was looking for how I got over it. So I imagine that must be for the same type of uh, advice that he's got going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that is it for the uh, shout-outs. You got some music picked out. You should pick it out now, PJ. That way, that when the end of the show happens, it's like, it, without fail, the show ends, you say you'll get your music to me, and it always takes like at least 15 to 20 minutes for me to sit here by the computer waiting.
1: Well, I used to just pick songs that I liked, but now, because I because Daria Ellis is a you know, critic of my She's poetry, a snob.
0: She's a music I, snob.
1: I, I, I try to pick you know songs that like make a little sense. I was actually listening to a lot of music on my, on my plane... Uh, today trying to think of some songs I could listen to, but I couldn't really think of anything um, because I I, uh, it's gotten to the point now where I can't remember songs I'd say from the beginning, so I try to find new stuff. Mm -hmm. By the way, while I'm subject of the plane, the other thing that it's interesting that they teach you how to put the seatbelt on on the plane? I was thinking that today.
0: Yeah, a lot of retards out Uh, there on the...
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like they should preface that with like, for all the retarded people on the plane, (laughs) you take this thing and you stick it into here and then when you want to remove it, you open this little part on the top and it comes out. Like I, I feel like it's like amazing that that's actually like a, like a demonstration that they do. Um, you
0: know, uh-huh. I, it is amazing, especially uh, after all these years, you know, like you would think that I don't know, like after, you know, you, I guess some people it must be their first plane ride, although that's hard to imagine uh, at this point in time. But I guess like, you know, they, <laughs> they have to tell you the exit rows and all that shit. You know what they do? I sit in exit rows a lot on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll actually, cause I'm like, you know, I got the little elite, whatever. So I can choose to sit in the exit rows for free. Um, yeah. and so I usually choose to sit in the aisle of the exit row and the women will walk down or the, or the men in, in some cases walk down the, the flight attendants and they say, um, you're sitting in an exit seat, sir. Are yeah. you aware that you're in an exit seat? And I'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, you must say yes. Cause like, if you don't like, sh- if you just like shake your head or whatever, they you have, have to say, hear
1: you. Yeah. They have to hear you. You have sir. to
0: verbally say yes. I'm like, okay. Yes, and they're like, "Is that okay with you, sir? Are you capable of being?" There? I'm like, "Yes," and they're like, "Look you in the eye," and they're like, "Look to the next person." Yes, and I'm like, "Yes." I always think that's kind of uh, humorous.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so I, 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 I think this is what I was thinking of when I was on a plane today. That next time we're on a plane together, <laughs> when they do that, I want to, I want to publicly like make it real obvious that I can't get my seatbelt on, <laughs> and I, I want to like raise my hand and, and and have her come over and we can get it on video. And I want to great. be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, can, I just cannot figure out what, what, how am I supposed to get this in here now? <laughs> and just, no matter what, just like not, not be able to do it.
0: And just, yeah, and, <laughs> and what we'll do is you'll just keep showing her, like you are hold it open, you know, hold the lever open. So when you put it yeah. in, it goes in and then it comes right out. Like this doesn't make any sense.
1: And then we'll get her to put it on for me. And then once it's on me, then I'll, we'll do it again where I can't get it off. <laughs> and we'll have her have to come over and get it off. And you'll we'll just, see if well, they think that we're being serious or not.
0: When she walks away, we'll take it up, uh, back out and you'll hit the call button. Be like, It came out. The damn thing came out.
1: I got I to gotta tell you, you know, you call, call me a rebel, call me living on the edge, but I actually never wear my seatbelt when I'm on the plane. Hey, and uh, uh, I, pretend, I pretend that I'm wearing it, but I, I never do wear it.
0: I never turn off my phone. Don't tell anybody, but I never turn off my phone.
1: I, that's another thing that I frequently don't do. That's probably a little worse than not wearing the seatbelt. Um, I, 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 I don't believe that the seatbelt. Uh, I don't believe the seatbelt saves you on the plane. I don't. I've never met anyone that was like, Matt, I was in this plane crash last week, <laughs> and thank God for my seatbelt, or I would not be here right now." <laughs>
0: um, I, I'll tell you the one part, one point where the seatbelt did help me. There was an instance. You know, if you fly as much as I as I do. You'll, you mm-hmm. eventually run into turbulence that is bad enough where the seatbelt does yeah. help. It's very rare. Uh, I can only think of one time where I, I honestly felt uh, afraid for my life, you know, where I was, like, scared that, like, this, this was not normal. Uh, but other than that mm-hmm. time, that's the only time I can think of where the seatbelt uh, provided any purpose. I think they like you to wear it so that it just limits your movement around the cabin. They're,
1: yes. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. They don't Why want do you walking around. Cell phone? Why do they want your cell phone? So down?
0: dumb. So dumb. They,
1: they it's they, bullshit. It can't possibly interfere.
0: It's going to crash the plan. Yeah, it'll crash. the. I've actually had it before uh, where I was sitting next to a, uh, not that this is particular to Asian people, but I was sitting next to an older Asian woman and um, I was listening to my, uh, I was maybe listening to one of the bodybuilding podcasts or something. I was listening to some radio show and the, you know, the, the phone was in my pocket. My headphones were on. But the, it was playing, you know. But the flight attendants didn't know. They just assume it's off or whatever, you know. And they say to you, you know, is your phone off or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they walk by. Um, and the lady, the Asian lady, tapped me on the shoulder and she goes, uh, you're a, you your phone or your, your music is still on. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. And she's like, you must turn off your music. And I was like, well, I was like, what? She's like, you, you can't, you can't have it on. Why? The plane is, plane is leaving. I'm like, uh, okay. And she like, staring at me. I was like, fuck, okay. So I had to turn off the damn thing. She was so worried. I wanted to, like, explain to the lady, listen, it's not going to crash the plane. But she was obviously very concerned. That's funny. Um, another interesting thing. This is my last plane story because then we're going to do a commercial break. The last time I was in the exit row, there was a woman, not on my side, thankfully, on the other side of the exit row, across the row. And the woman was at least 400 pounds. And I wanted to be like, because the lady, of course, is like, excuse me, man are you aware you're in the exit row Yes. So can you, can you, will you be able to assist people in the row? And she's like, yes. And I want it to be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this woman is going to be an obstacle in the exit row. She's not going to be able to help anybody. But uh, obviously that would have been, uh, I guess a little rude to do that.
1: Man, I, I have something that I would love to read on the radio right now, but I just don't know. It would be bad for me to read it.
0: Tell me, give me a hint and I'll tell you.
1: It's about Sean Ray.
0: About Sean Ray? Of course you can read about Sean Ray.
1: Okay. I am I have a female client who will remain nameless. Uh-huh. Uh, and she sent me a picture uh, of herself. Are you, uh, are you sure you want to read this?
0: I don't care, no. No, I don't. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of Sean Ray.
1: Well, uh, it's a picture of herself, like, eating breakfast or something. Yeah. With Sean Ray. Uh, And I was like, oh, you're friends with Sean Ray? And she was like, oh, I'm friends with everybody. And I just put laugh out loud, dot, dot, dot. And uh, she goes, what does that mean? And I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to get into it. It's not my business. (laughs) And she goes, well, she goes, do you know something that I don't know? And I was like, well, I'm sure I know a lot that you don't know. But like I said, you're my client. Do what you want you know, understand that he, he has a family. <laughs> and she, she responded with, let's just say at first I was flattered to have such a huge fan and couldn't believe that somebody that big uh, thought that I was so great. But then I realized it was a little bit out of control and it almost seemed like an obsession. So I started ignoring him and then it got crazier and crazier. I finally told myself that he is probably harmless, but just a very weird guy maybe i'm missing some bigger pieces to the picture i've never talked to anybody about it do you have some in, insight on this that could be helpful for me Hmm.
0: that's what you just got back yes very interesting not the first time i've heard stuff like that but uh
1: that's i actually responded with hey, you ain't the first <laughs> if that's all that happened
0: you know and she feels that way she should consider herself lucky
1: yeah um all right, with that with that very interesting. We you know Sean note, Ray was uh, a little bit fond of darielle uh, Dariel
0: in the beginning. Yes, he was very fond of darielle He actually uh he actually uh, basically the uh I don't know if I should tell that whole story, but basically yes, he was fond of Darielle and darielle saw she didn't even see the thing with darielle is she didn't know that Sean Ray like I guess to some people like she said she was flattered that she had a big fan. To uh to Darielle, he was just a middle aged you know, guy that is involved in the industry that has a family and kids, you know, but to some of these girls, yeah. he's like a celebrity. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I mean, but to, to her, it was, he was just like a guy, you know, just a, basically a, just a normal guy. Um, but like, you know, I can see, you know, me and you could definitely see how you can mm-hmm. use something like that to your advantage, you know, with a lot of these girls because they don't, you know, their... Like John Romano used to do. Yeah, of course, like John Romano, like many many people you have done and and do do. Um, you know, most girls aren't like uh, Darielle, You know, they can.
1: Dariel, no, Dariel. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm I'm going to be completely honest. If I was like a 45 year old guy, yeah, and I was single, and I was quote unquote famous for being a bodybuilder, I I'm not going to lie. I probably use that to bang lots Hell of yeah. young hot girls. It, it, yeah. it, it's easy. Why not, right? Why not? Of course. I don't, I can't blame no, anybody I'm, for I that. Won't, I, I won't, you know, I won't blame anybody for doing that. No. You know, when you have a family, if you're doing it, that's a that's another story. Right. I agree
0: with that. I definitely agree with that. Uh, and, and you know, I'm sure the same girls that were hot to somebody like him, uh, when he was our, our age or 21 are still the same hot girls now, you know, at 40 yeah, or, five yeah. or whatever. So mm-hmm. if he can get them more power to them, you know, obviously, you know. If you've got a family and stuff like that, it's kind of a different story, but, uh, let's do a commercial, uh, and we'll be back with some listener questions.
1: Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top selling pro-anabolics Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX Cytostain RX and E-Control RX with 60XO Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work no hype, no BS, just real results There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come what you're missing visit ironmaglabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements
0: Tonight's show is brought to you by ErgoPep Peptides. ErgoPep is the only research company ran by guys like you. Guys who share your passion and have achieved the goals you strive for every time you step foot into the gym. IFBB Pro Phil Hernan and his staff want to make your peptide research as easy as possible and encourage you to contact them with any questions you may have or help you may need at... Sales at ergopep.com. That's sales at ergopep.com. Or on their website at www.ergopep.com. Let Ergopep help you get your research started today. PJ and I don't just suggest you contact Ergopep, we do our own research with them as well. Ergopep.com. And now you can get 10% off by going to Ergopep.com and entering the discount code IronEmpireRadio. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbitz Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out Orbit'sNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5. Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio. PJ, we are going to start with our listener questions. And as, as you say, this is your favorite part of the show. So um, let's start with the first one. Patrick Barnes wants to know uh, the best first date. I guess he's looking for advice. Uh, he says trip to the zoo, picnic, movie, uh, something like this. He wants to know what would be the best first date. I have I have mine, but I'm going to let you start with yours.
1: I think it depends on, uh, you know, the person, what they're into, what you're into, uh, you know, you don't want to go and do something that that person is very into to impress them that you're not into, because then it's not really going to be like cool for you. So, you know, you got to figure out something that both people enjoy. Like I can tell you, um, for me, like one of the best first dates that I ever went on was, uh, simply just going to the beach, uh, and uh, you know the, the the person that I took to the beach uh, happened to be uh, Nicole. Actually, you know, uh, I had always loved the beach. She had loved the beach, and we had a really great day at the beach. And um, you know, we we uh, did a lot of talking and and walking around the beach. And you know, it, it was it was a beautiful day. And you know, we you know enjoyed the the ocean and all that good stuff. And that was a, a very good first date, rather than like figuring out like you know i i knew a girl whose favorite band was the bare naked ladies so my favorite you know it was her favorite fucking band. sorry Andre. so i got a tickets for the bare naked ladies i mean i wanted to blow my brains out at that concert do you remember the bare naked ladies yeah, of course of course China, chinese chicken i mean i wanted to kill myself I, I actually sat down the whole entire concert because it sucked so bad
0: well wow, you must have really liked that chick
1: Yeah, but you know, like that's something you don't want to do. You don't want to do something 100% for the other person. You want to find something that both people will enjoy and then go do it together. And if I
0: I know you, if I know PJ Braun, by the end of that concert, you were so bitter about bringing her to that whole thing that that you're probably the date probably didn't go that well. You probably guilt tripped her. You're probably like, you know, listen. You did the PJ Braun Guild trip. I really didn't enjoy this concert at all. I brought you because you—I <laughs> knew you would love the con.
1: I, I was young at the time, so I, I wasn't—I hadn't honed my skills as much. Yeah, the,
0: the, the typical Braun guild trip wasn't uh, in full yeah. effect. You hadn't learned that yet. No,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, my uh, my best first date. My suggestion for Patrick Barnes is to—I uh, like to keep it simple on a first date. Um, because if you like the girl and you, uh, and you want to, you want to get to know her, you know what I mean? You want to like have an right. opportunity to talk to her. So, um, I, uh, I like to go to like, a uh, a, a restaurant, something that's not like crazy loud and then maybe some place to get drinks, uh, you know, kind of loosens thing up, lo- loosens things up. If they have a few drinks. You have a few drinks. You're able to, you know, maybe talk a little more comfortably. You get to go eat someplace nice, nothing too crazy. And, uh, and then you kind of get a, a feeling for who the person is and maybe what you want to do with them in the future or you know, if there is any potential with the person or whatever. Uh, like going to the zoo or something like that, something really active or going to – especially movies is probably the worst thing to do on a first date because you don't talk at all.
1: Um, yeah, you don't really find out much. I'm, yeah, like I'm going really
0: to – I know friends of mine that will bring a girl to a club or out to a bar the first date, like a bar bar. Or a club, you know, where there's music, loud music and stuff. That seems like that would be really bad for a first date, in my opinion. Unless you're with a big group of people and then it's not really a date.
1: I went on a first date with you, actually. We told that story, I think, on a yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And and
1: your your, your date wound up being better than mine.
0: Yeah, you were jealous, I know. That was a good story.
1: I actually wound up dating that girl a few more times.
0: um, It didn't go very well. Huh? What? yeah, almost. I I
1: wound up going out on a few more dates with that girl, yeah, but we wound did. up being friends in the end. Yeah, it
0: didn't. Yeah, you just ended up being friends. Yeah, you're. you're I got the, on the first date. I was feeling her boobs and stuff at the table, and you were uh, not your date. Feeling my boobs, date my date's boobs. Excuse me, at yeah. the table, and you were just staring and wishing to be feeling my date's boobs or any boobs at that point. Um. All right. Here is an interesting one. Um, This is one of the email questions, and he liked to be anonymous, although the the email uh, address is anonymous, basically. Um, I really enjoyed the BLP story uh, last week. His trip to Thailand brought up questions about you and PJ. Have you all ever seen prostitutes before, and would you ever consider seeing a prostitute at some point in the future?
1: Well, I I told you the story when I saw the escort uh, in Vegas.
0: No, you screwed in Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You never told that on the radio, though, did you?
1: I thought I did. The one
0: that never left you alone, that you screwed and she never... She kept coming back and back and back, right?
1: No, no, no. What? What the fuck are you talking about? I thought
0: you fucked some escort. You fucked some
1: escort. I never an escort ever,
0: no. Oh, I must be thinking of somebody else.
1: <laughs> oh, no way. I met... Remember I told you I met? I was, I was waiting... You guys all left, and I was by myself. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 so yeah. you never fucked an escort. And I thought, okay, I got confused.
1: No, she had a tattoo that said, pay me on her middle finger.
0: Oh,
1: you um, asked what it was. Yeah, yeah. She, she I, I actually, I don't know why I didn't ask her what she charged. Not because I was going to do it, just because I'm curious. Because the girl was a beautiful girl. I'm, I'm imagining she could get a lot of money. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that she must be like, you know, up in the thousands for a girl like that. Uh, but I, I can't see myself paying to go have sex with somebody when it's so easy to do it for free.
0: What if you were, okay, so this is, uh, you know, I, I don't think, you've never been to Amsterdam before, right? I know you've been to Mexico and stuff, but you've never been to Amsterdam or any place that has like a red light district,
1: right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh, you have been, where have you been? No, no, you told me you've been to that red light district. No,
0: I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Have you been to a red light district before? No, no, no,
1: no. I know that you have. Yeah, I
0: have. And uh, and, I, and I think I've told about Amsterdam and about the red light district before on the show, yeah. right? I get We've talked about stuff off the air so many times I, I get lost on what we've talked about on the show before. Um, but, like, I could see if I were single and uh, in the right atmosphere, like if I was all fucked up, I could see it possibly happening because the girls are really hot there. And if you're like in that kind of mood um, and you're with a bunch of other guys that were doing that, then I could see it possibly happening. Although, um, you know, first of all, you have to wear a condom, you know, obviously because it's safe, but also because, you know, it's required there. Even for a blow job, you have to wear a condom. Um, so like that would probably be a downer, um, but it would uh, like the, the whole thing. Like I could see it possibly happening, but uh, I don't think that it will happen. And it, and it hasn't happened so far.
1: Yeah, I mean if I couldn't get sex, like if I was like really suffering and not being able to have sex, then I would do it. But I mean it's been
0: pretty easy. I remember when I was um in Mexico when I was young when I was I told the story way back when, when I went go to Mexico to buy steroids when I was eighteen and stuff. I went with uh my buddy, this guy who actually uh who actually since died of a drug overdose, unfortunately, but uh him and I went to Mexico together. I brought him with me like to have somebody to go with. And we were at the strip club and all the strip clubs in Mexico are you can fuck all the girls you can like in Tijuana, at least at the time you could. So you go there and you'd see girls that you thought were attractive that were stripping and you could like bring them back into the room, like the champagne room or fuck and fuck them or bring them across to the motel and fuck them. And my, my, my friend drew is a real uh, good looking dude. uh, And he was, I guess he was kind of a bodybuilder at the time. Not, I mean, he's only 19. He's a year older than me. So he's barely a bodybuilder, but he was into it. And so one of these, uh, one of these strippers who was, uh, who was giving him a lap dance, um, without him really even realizing, he pulled out his dick and started fucking him on the uh, on like the little uh, couch there. And like he, I guess you know, we were a little intoxicated and stuff. We'd been doing newbane and drinking and stuff, so he didn't realize that his dick was actually in her for like two, three seconds. And then when he realized it, he freaked out and kind of threw her off of him. And it was like like all the security guards came and grabbed us and threw us out of there and everything. And I remember thinking that I couldn't, like, at the time, I couldn't believe that what had just happened, that he had just fucked this disgusting Mexican prostitute in Tijuana at a strip club. Like, you know, I was concerned for his, uh, the amount of diseases he just contracted.
1: Oh, that's just, I don't know. I was at a strip club one night, right? And, um, this is a funny story. It was on my birthday. This was years and years and years ago. I was young. And we went to this place uh, called Lace, which is in uh, New York. It's, uh, is it New York or New Jersey? New York. Ah, whatever. It's a really good place. Um, it's got something for everybody. Tons and tons of good girls. Good quality girls. Not, not, not some dirty. Like scores. Like scores. Yeah, it's a nice place, right? So, anywhere I had this chick duped me so bad, bro. Like, I'm talking, I almost want to punch this girl. This girl was gorgeous, right? She looked like a, honestly, she looked like she could be top five, you know, bikini girl in the world, right? I'm like, I want that girl. So my friends, this girl wanted a lot of money for for a champagne room. It was like 500 bucks. So my friends, it's my birthday, they throw their money in. I go in the room with her. We sit down. She goes, oh my God, I forgot my cigarettes. I'll be right back. I'm like, okay. She leaves. This girl's gone for 10 minutes, right? Comes back in, lights up her cigarette, which is gross. And then she's like, she was like, you're going to buy me a drink, right? And I'm like, yeah, sure. What do you want? So then she tells the dude outside the door to, you know, bring us these drinks. Then the dude's big brain. She's like, now, like, 20 minutes have gone by. Nothing's even happened. So then she starts talking about her training and, and, like, what she does for her diet and this and that. And, you know, she actually had a prescription for fucking diazides that she takes when she wants to look better. And I'm like, like, honestly, like, a lot of time had gone by. And finally I go... Honestly, I I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't give a fuck about anything you're talking about. <laughs> like, we wasted half the time that we've been in here. This is not why I want to be in here with you. And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie." And she like comes over and she starts like you know giving me like a very mild lap dance. And the dude knocks on the door and he's like five more minutes. And I'm like, "Wow, are you fucking kidding me?" And so she's does nothing. Right? She she fi- finally like takes her top off and. um, you know, we're done. She's like, do you want to stay in? Do you want to keep going? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm like pissed. So I, I come out. My friends are like, damn, you were in there for a while. What happened? What the fuck? What's going on? I'm like, dude, that was the biggest waste of fucking money ever. Like, the girl didn't even take off her top until the last five minutes. I had to buy her a drink. She was smoking cigarettes in my face, talking the whole time. Right? So I'm like fucking pissed. And I'm in a bad mood. So I just start getting hammered. And I'm just, <laughs> just, just plowing down shots of Jaeger and shit. We're just watching the girls. Um, you know, I really like watching this different stuff. The girls can do on the pole, like the ones that can like really do cool tricks. Like I'm into that. Like I'm not really into like lap dances and stuff. i like watching like the acrobatics and shit. So then it's the end of the night and I see this girl at the bar. She's sitting at the bar drinking, right? And this girl is stunning. So I go over to her and I'm like, can I buy you a drink? I buy her a drink. And she's Russian, right? So I'm like, I'm like, Oh, do you work here? Cause you know, there ain't gonna be just some random Russian girl hanging out there, you know? Right, right. And she's like she's like she's like, Yes, yes. And I'm like, Are you working right now? And she like, No, no, I know am not working tonight. <laughs> and I was like, Fuck. I was like, Where the hell were you all night? And and I was like, You are by far the most beautiful girl in here. I would have been sitting with you all night. I'm so pissed. I'm like, I wasted my money on this other girl and I told her the story and she was like, Oh, she's no good. She does that to all the guys. She was like, She's no good. She's like, I give me much better time. And I'm like, Well fuck I'm like me and you go in the champagne room now and she's like but i'm not working i'm like i'm like i'm like me and you would have so much fun in there and i'm like we just started like making out at the bar right which is like i hate when people do shit like that and i'm like seriously can you please play your manager let's go talk to him and see if we can get you back there so me and her go over to the manager and the guy is like 250 bucks you can go back there for a half an hour so i'm like oh, i got like 50 bucks left so if, I you, were making, if you were bed.
0: making out with her why didn't you just try to bring her home
1: I don't know, it was hammered. So I run over to my friends, I'm like, you gotta get me, let me go back with this girl, I'm gonna bang this girl in the back right now. So they see the girl, the girl's really beautiful. So they give me money, right, it's my birthday, you know, you gotta use the whole birthday thing. So they're like, ah, it's your fucking birthday, fine here. So I go back there with her, right? And and so she sits down and she's like, you strip. I'm like, you want me to strip? And she's like, yes. So I take off my shirt. And I just pull my pants down, and she's like, "Oh my god, my pants too." There's a guy outside the door, and I'm like, "I already told him the Sitting there, was like, you know, I'm like, I, I got my pants around my ankles, no shirt on, and uh, so she pushes me down into the seat, and she she gets in between my legs and starts sucking me off, and I'm like, "Yes, this is fucking awesome." But as I had prefaced earlier in the story, I had like a Brazilian shots of I actually
0: I actually remember when you told me this story when it happened now.
1: So, like, um, she's sucking it and sucking it and sucking it, and I'm like, nothing's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm, like, falling asleep. So I, I, like, I like pull her head up, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like I want to have sex with you so bad. She's like, you have condom? And I'm like, no. And I was like, fuck. So I, I was like this. I fucking throw her down on the seat, and I pull her underwear off, and I'm going to eat this girl out. Like, I'm so drunk that I'm going to eat this dirty stripper's pussy. And... <laughs> I go to put my head in between her legs, and, like, for some reason, like, the little smart voice of reason, like, the little angel came on my shoulder and was like, no, PJ, this is a bad idea. And I, like, looked, I looked at my shoulder, I looked at, like, the little angel, and he was just like, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, you're right, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> and I, I stopped, like, right before I did it, and I just started, like, fingering the shit out of her while I was in there. So I actually wound up fingering her until she came, which is hilarious. So and we leave. So I was, I was in there with her for a while. My friends were like, they were like what the fuck, man? You, were so in you, paid, you paid 250 bucks to
0: finger her, basically.
1: They were like, did you bang that girl, dude? You guys were like making out when you went in. And I was like, nah, I was too drunk. I, I couldn't even perform. And they were like, what? what the fuck did you do? And I was like, I just, I just fingered her. And they were like, you fucking fingered her? I <laughs> me. And I was like, I don't know. I, 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 I was drunk. I didn't know what to do. And they were like, "We just paid you, you two hundred fifty dollars to go in that room and finger that fucking <laughs> And I was like, "Whatever, dude. It's my fucking birthday. What are you gonna do? You know, so that, just, that was my excuse for everything. It was my birthday." That was a good one.
0: Um, I remember that story. Jody uh, Boba Daniel wants to, wants to know what's the most horrific gym injury that we have seen that made we want made us want to blow chunks. I don't like horrific gym injuries. Like, I don't even like to see them. You know, like people put them up on video, like on YouTube yeah. and stuff. I will never watch them. I, they were like, somebody will put on a board, like, check out this, you know, person blown out a pack or, you know, uh, hurting their back. I'll never watch that because I don't want that in my head when I'm lifting weights. Like, I don't want to think of, like, the guy tearing his pack next time I'm uh, you know, yeah. doing bench press or something. So I don't, I don't, like, really. I don't like those. What, what do I, the worst I've ever seen... Was when I was much younger, I saw a guy doing barbell incline, and he let it he he misaligned it, and it ran into his jaw and in his teeth. And he broke out some teeth, and that was very that was the worst one I've ever seen.
1: The, the 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 worst thing that I ever saw was to my own self. I missed seeing something awesome by about thirty seconds when I tore my own bicep in powerlifting competition. That was pretty gross because it actually rolled up my arm, and and seeing that happen is pretty freaky. It, it, like watching it happen to yourself, it's pretty bizarre. And seeing like just the bottom half of your arm missing, and the the, the head referee just stood up and was like, "You, you got to go to the hospital right now." Um, so that was pretty gross. But I worked at a New York sports club, and I missed this. I was so mad, I missed this by a half an hour. I was late for work one day. This guy was playing racquetball. It's a freak, freak accident, right? Uh-huh. He was going, he was going to. Uh, you know, take a shot and, and, and swing, and he crashed into the door, into the glass door. And the way he hit the door, somehow he got his middle finger wedged inside the closed glass door, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you could see how small the crack was, it had to be like a quarter of an inch. You'd say to yourself, how could this possibly happen? Somehow the force that he hit the door, it was just enough for his finger to go through it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so some retard, the guy screaming in pain, Right, his finger is smashing in there. Some retard, thinking he's going to help him, goes to open the door. And when the guy opens the door, it severs his finger almost completely off. So now it's dangling on one side, right? The guy's fucking screaming, sorry, Isaac, his brain's out. And people are, don't know what to do, don't know what to do. The dude who was my boss, Dwight, at the time, uh, who's, who's a total chooch, uh, uh, was like, Some people get a screwdriver. And uh, he was like, somebody else called 911, and they ran over the screwdriver, and they unscrewed the door, and when they took the glass door off, the guy's finger just fell off onto the floor. Oh! Uh, And they grabbed the finger, they packed it in ice, and they rushed the guy. they saved the finger? Yeah, they wound up saving his finger, which is crazy. Uh, But there was like blood splattered on the floor and shit. When I came in, I just missed it. I was so pissed that I missed it.
0: (laughs) All right, let's move through a few other ones pretty quick. Uh, Cody Kid wants to know baby names. We're still working on baby names. We don't have any. We're looking for male baby names. So if you guys have any suggestions and you actually think that I'll use them, I've got all kinds of silly ones and stupid ones, but we are looking for baby names. Uh, Give me some real ones. Give me some real ones. Um, Let's see. Spencer Barrett has an interesting one. I'm a little concerned I'm going to get in trouble with this one since I, I know all of the industry girls. He wants us to play a game who would you rather you know like we do this kind of thing privately all the time uh mm. where we talk about like you know uh hypothetical we call hypothetical questions we do a lot we haven't done as many okay. lately like what would you rather type things but we, we tend yeah. to do this and he wants us to know like to go through like industry girls like okay if you had to do one and you pick these two which one would it be i i feel like i'm gonna get in trouble with that because i know all of the girls personally and darielle knows the girls so if I, you ask me these kind of questions and I pick one, that means I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That sounds like a disaster, a potential disaster, Yeah,
1: me. You can play this says on that one. You want to do it? I mean, I don't know. Let's ask me and we'll see if I want to do it. All what right. are the questions?
0: Let's go with, uh, let's do, um, let's pick, let's do Bombshell Girls.
1: Uh, All right, and this is hypothetical, remember. So, I you thought. know, any girlfriends that are listening to this, this is just a game, it means nothing.
0: Um uh let's see how about India Paulino and uh Candace not not Candace Graham. Let's do uh, India let's do Diana Graham, they're friends. Diana Graham, best friends. You have to choose between the two best friends. India and Diana Graham.
1: Who I wanna bang? Yes. Well, I actually uh really like Diana Graham and her husband, like as people, because um uh, I've met uh Diana Graham and she's very nice. She has and, very um, big
0: boobs. I know you like that.
1: She has very big boobs. You know that I'm a boob man. Um, and I, but here's the thing: when I popped my tire, and uh, I, I, you know, I put, I put it on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Uh, her husband was actually nice enough to, to, to tell me that he could get me a deal on a tire, and I don't even know the guy. And I thought that was a really cool uh, gesture. Um, so because of that, I would immediately eliminate her because I would never ever uh, hook up with a girl who I thought like, you know, who I liked their, 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 boyfriend or their husband or anything like that in any way. Uh, and I do think that India, India Paulino is really hot anyway. So, I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. I don't know. India pollino is a significant other. Her husband. Both, so, you, know, so you don't
0: know her husband. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, uh, so that, that would be my choice there.
0: That's a lot of logic to go. I'm going to ask you one more because I don't want to, <laughs> we could, that was, that was too much time on that question. Um, how about, uh, let's do species girls. Since you know, all this of
1: is going to be a tough. One. I, can, I can already tell this is going to be a tough one. I was going to pick two, gonna two gonna of the, the more species attractive group.
0: species girls, but uh, okay. Try to think.
1: I'll do. do I'll do one. two. Um, That's uh, like saying picking one of the species girls is like saying, "Would you rather die being set on fire or fucking drowning in the ocean?" I mean, pretty <laughs> um, to bad. Um, how about
0: um, let's do an old species girls, Heather May French, who I know you're a fan of,
1: yeah, and
0: yeah. Uh, Candace Keene, current species girl.
1: Oh, wow. That is a tough one. Yeah. That is. is I happen
0: to know, Heather Mae French, at one period of time in her life, um, that that could have been made a reality if you would have put forth. Yes,
1: the yes. She, uh, she asked uh, Joel about me, and uh, we exchanged phone numbers, and I talked to her on the phone. And um, she was very, 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 very sweet girl. I didn't uh, feel much of an uh, intellectual connection uh, between us. Um in other so words I you're trying that's
0: a nice way of saying that she didn't have much in the in the in the brains department.
1: Uh, so <laughs> uh you know what? That's a tough one. I stink, I'll tell you, Oh man, that is a very you're picking two really good ones. See, this there. is
0: why I, I can't play them. this game because I can't I couldn't be if the, if I took the amount yes. of time that you're taking I would be in trouble.
1: It's it's very tough. Um
0: so what are you thinking right now after, when you're considering? Heather May French,
1: you know, seeing her in her little outfits in the booth was really hot. She's very uh, tiny. Candace she's only
0: she's only five one, very tiny girl. Yes. Ninety six pounds on stage, Candice Keen, uh, five
1: she's five one forty one thirty four. Very, very pretty as well. But you know what? I think I'm going to go, and it's 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 just I'm, I'm, uh, it's a coin toss basically. But I think I'm going to go Heather May French.
0: Wow. Does it?
1: Does it probably affect? because I, I think because I've seen the body paint stuff, and I kind of, I, I kind of like you know the fact that she's okay with doing the body kind of kind of gives her a little extra points in my in my, in my face. All right. <laughs> Have um, you seen those? Have you seen those? By the way,
0: the um, the JM body paint ones? Yes, yeah. of course. Everybody, yeah. everybody has seen those. Yes. Just making sure. Yeah.
1: If you haven't seen them, they're not hard to find, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> uh, next question comes from Greg Tuba. And I'll start with this one. Uh, what is your favorite city to travel to and why? Um, he's looking to go on a vacation. You know, my favorite city that I have traveled to is not going to be one that he should go to on vacation. But it is uh, so far, of all the places that I've been to, you may be surprised by this. Is India is uh, is my favorite place that I've been to. Hmm. Um, we, uh, Me and Darielle went to uh, Mumbai, which is originally, that's Mumbai. Um, M- Mumbai was originally Bombay. Bombay and they switched the name but that's the uh that was my favorite place because it seemed like almost going to a different world you know uh, yeah we and we were staying in one of the the nicest hotel I've ever been in the Taj Lands End for the bodybuilding contest and the and uh, all the events were held there and the pre-judging and it was a the, the beautiful hotel with the, the best service service that you just like just d- does not exist in the United States because these people are so grateful for their jobs at this hotel that they treat you with a level of service that's like it's something close as close to royalty as you could possibly get but then you go outside the hotel and you're in like a different world i mean like you know there's shanty towns and people living you know kids walk around naked and that's not the, necessarily the good part but the fact that it was so different than america and it was such a, a crazy experience that you know i'll always remember um Going and the trip and the, and the details of the trip and even driving around, they don't have any lanes. People drive everywhere. It's it's like insanity. Um, so to me, that was that was my favorite trip I've been on so far.
1: Um, well, I've never been there, so I can't say anything about that. But I'm, I mean, it's always cool to go to another country. You know, I mean, when I went to uh, I went to Spain and Portugal, that was a really really fun vacation. Uh, Cancun was a lot of fun. If you want to do something a little more quiet that's beautiful, uh, Puerto Vallarta is uh, just a gorgeous place to go. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Uh, I had a great time there. My, my parents go there all the time, actually. Um, uh, I'm not fond of most of the places in California that I've been to. <laughs> uh, I, love New- I love New York City. I never, ever, ever get tired of going to New York City. There's always something fun to do in New York City. Um,
0: uh I had a real good time walking around New York city, uh, during Christmas.
1: Um, yeah, was, Christmas was fun. Christmas was a lot of fun. I remember it was me,
0: uh, me, Haley, McNeff, and Sally, uh, who works at RX muscle. We walked around drunk around New York city during Christmas and, and, it was freezing. And obviously we were so drunk that it didn't really matter, but that was an experience to walk around in the Christmas lights and the Rockefeller center and stuff. That was fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to have a great time just drinking and walking around, there's no better place to do it than New York City. Yeah. I've, I've been doing that since I was a freshman in high school. We used to skip school, and just get like 40s and just go to the city and just walk around all day. And there's endless amounts of things to do in New York City. It's just there's, there's endless possibilities of fun and, and and just like debauchery and shenanigans that you can get yourself into. And you know, it's it's such a huge city too. You know, it's not tropical. You know, it's not like you're going to go on some like tropical resort type thing, but just just sheer fun, you can't beat New York
0: City. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like I said, I, I probably wouldn't, I, I would definitely wouldn't pick uh, India, uh, Mumbai, if you're thinking fun. You know what I mean? That's not like, although I did have a lot of fun. Me and darielle had a great time. It's, uh, you know, New York or the islands. If you want to go have fun, I love scuba diving and I love the Caribbean. And you go out there and have some pina coladas, sit on the beach, go diving. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. But uh uh, next question. This is a good one from uh, Steve Miller, and I have a really good answer for this one. Uh, he wants to know uh, the craziest thing that an ex girlfriend or ex hookup has ever done to you, because hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And I have a, yeah, I have sure. a fucking good one. Do you know which one I'm gonna do? I'm gonna say? Mm-hmm. You should. Olympia, Amy, stealing all
1: your shit and your dog and shit.
0: No, that was bad. But that the the one where 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 she called everybody and text mm. everybody. that was the worst.
1: I forgot about that. Oh my god, that
0: was the worst. That was that. <laughs> that was insanity. Remember? Okay, so we're at the Olympia, and uh, I made the the horrible mistake of after Amy cheated on me, I moved back in with her temporarily for like a extremely short period of time. I have no idea what I was thinking. You know, it's called. It was a horrible lapse in judgment. I can't remember why I did that, uh, but I did for like a month, and um, and during that period of time. Um, when I, I went to the Olympia and I have no, I don't remember what it was that caused her to do this. Like, I don't think that there was any, like any particular reasoning that she decided to do this, but she took my, um, my, my computer that had all my phone numbers on it. And she decided to text like do a mass text to everybody. And I mean, everybody from like uh Jim Mannion to Dave Palumbo to you, to every every person you can imagine, every industry person in my phone book, like a th- over a thousand people, and say Aaron uh, is uh, I, I love Aaron very much, and he's having bad drug problems. He's back on heroin, and he needs your help, or something to that extent, right? Uh, and you were you got to, I don't know. You may have been one that didn't get the text message because she knew you wouldn't know, you would know that wasn't true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you? She send it to you or not? Not to you?
1: No, no, I, I did not get it. I remember I was sitting at the. But she t- sent it to, to a very important person.
0: A very important person?
1: Well, I, I mean, didn't she send it to fucking Jim Mannion? Yeah, I
0: sent it to Jim. I sent it to, she sent it to everybody. I was sitting at the table, and she had sent it to Ben White. <laughs> we're all sitting at the table. She sent it to Ben White, to Dave, to Stan efforting, you know, the white rhino. <laughs> she sent it to, like, it was like we're all, everybody's at the it's table. Random. And they, well, it was everybody. It was everybody. I don't think she sent it to you. But she didn't believe that you would uh, you would believe it, you know, because you know you know better. I mean, if some first of all, yeah, people probably don't know out there. But if you're on heroin, uh, if I were back on heroin, everybody would know. I would be a mess. You know, it's not something you can hide. Uh, I would be falling asleep everywhere I'm at. I would be a slot You know, my words would be slurred together. I would be absolutely. I wouldn't be non-functional. And at the Olympia, where I'm work, as you know, you're working uh, when you're working for Dave. You're working twenty-four-seven. It would be very apparent that I was on heroin. And, uh, so nobody really believed it, but that was the most fucked up thing that any any girl has ever done because she was obviously not, the funny thing is Dave wrote her back or called her. He's like, Amy, if you're trying to help Aaron, why would you send this to all these people? And she didn't know what to say about that.
1: Yeah. She was a psycho dude. Pretty crazy. Uh, Nothing that I, I can't have anything that's as bad as her doing that. Not even close.
0: Yeah. She was trying to ruin my career, ruin, you know, do anything she could to damage me. Yep. Um,
1: what do you got? You, you must, you've gotten
0: some good ones, some pretty decent ones. Not that bad, but you got some decent ones.
1: Oh man! I don't know, no, not that bad.
0: No, well that's that's as bad as you get. You know what I mean? That, that the the uh, the one that, like she the thing she did before with stealing the dog and stealing my money and stuff like that's pretty bad. But I don't think that 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 the last thing was as bad as it gets. You know, she was trying to do as much. She sent it to my parents too, my relatives. You know what I mean?
1: know oh, i don't have anything that i can
0: think of about that. that a girl has done to you
1: oh i mean i've had girls just cry and annoy me you know and just 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 fucking be You never had any
0: girls yeah. message other girls that you've dated or you're
1: uh yeah but you know what sometimes that actually helps you when girls do that because girls are so crazy <laughs> like in this industry like if a girl tells another girl that you're like bad news that you're like a player yeah, you're that right. Actually, that actually usually helps you, like, calm down. It's like so ridiculous. Um, I mean, I can't think of it. No, I, I, I have been pretty lucky in that sense. Like, you know, I, I, I I've had some, uh, like, you know, when I was much younger. Like, like stalker situations you I, know, think, like- I
0: think that you are smart in the sense that when you can tell that a girl is really, really damaged, then you'll be, mm-hmm. you'll be particularly nice to those girls when you, uh, when you discover they're damaged, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't, yeah. you're not like, like you might be able to tell a girl, leave me, leave me alone. Don't call me anymore. But you won't do that to a girl that you're like, Ooh, she is like something is not right with her mentally. So you'll be more careful. Yeah. You won't be like, leave me the fuck alone. Don't call me. 'Cause you know that yeah. if you do that, there's gonna be repercussions.
1: Yes. Um, it's funny, uh I I had this one girl that I was so you know, just blatantly honest with, you know. I was like I was like, you know, if if you want to hook up with me, it's not gonna be anything more than sex. Right? And she was like, I'm not that kind of girl. You know who this girl is too. She was like, I'm not that kind of girl. I was like, Okay. Uh, and then sure enough, the girl wound up driving, like, three hours to my house to, quote, unquote, you know, have me make sure she was posing properly. And uh we wound up banging a couple times, whatever. And then after that, she was like, you know, I felt, like, a special connection between us, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope. And she was like, yes, I know you did. And I was like, no, nah, nope. <laughs> she was like, I could feel it. And I was like, I was like, no, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just really good at having sex, and uh, you know, it's, it was fine, whatever. But that's it. I told you before you came here not to come. You just you you said you didn't want to come, and then you changed your mind. And she was like, you're a fucking scumbag. You let me. You let me on. Blah blah blah. And I was like, first of all, don't don't say that because I had told you not to come here. So that's the last thing I am. You are an uh, insane psycho. Because I told you not to come, and you still wanted to come. Because you thought maybe by having sex with me that you could lure me in. I go, which for the future never works, so don't do that with other guys. And she was like, screw you. Who says I do that with other guys? And I was like, I can just tell you're the kind of girl that does that. And she was like freaking hysterically crying and just going nuts. And then like she wound up competing at a show against one of my former clients, uh, Jillian Revelle, who's not my client anymore, by the way. Uh, and, uh, you know, she had lost to Jillian. And, um, you know, I was Jillian won, and I was giving Jillian a hug, and and she was like, you fucking hugged Jillian, and you don't even... Oh, I do I do meet? know who this
0: is. I've been trying to
1: figure out who it is, but now I know who it is. I got and I was like, well, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, I, I can't believe that you disrespect me like that. Well, and, and I was like, you are insane. I was like, who are you talking about? And she's like, me and you could be so special. We could have something This is so the girl special. that
0: didn't listen to any of your advice, right? The girl that you yeah. gave advice to. And, and I,
1: I, was like, we don't, I was like, I don't even like you. And we do not get along. Like, you're insane. And she's like, you're, you don't want to know me for who I really am. I bet you this girl. I
0: bet you're going to do another apology because I bet you this girl listens to the show. I'm, I'm willing to no, bet. No, I, I don't think she does. Yeah, she's listening. She's listening. Tell her hi. I bet you she's listening. <laughs> uh, right
1: we don't talk anymore. That's for sure. I mean, I have no problem with her. I wish her well. Uh, she's a great butt, by the way. Now but, you're uh, now
0: you're renegging because you know that she's probably listening to this. Uh, I really
1: don't think that she listens to this. <laughs>
0: like she's actually a good person. I mean, I don't really like her, but you know, no,
1: uh, I, I never had a problem with her. I just told her it wasn't getting anything more than sex, and uh, I actually know a few other guys that she had sex with, which. which that never never helps the situation if you're a girl looking to lock down somebody else. Uh, don't have sex with people that, that you know, they're friends with. Um, but, yeah, like, dude, I remember my phone was vibrating for, like, two hours, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It was just nonstop text after text after text after text after text after text. And, and I'm like, wow, this 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 girl, same Joel, had said something, like, that she was at the booth, like, stalking me yeah, at the species booth, and I was just like, dude, I I... I Hello.
0: so i lost you there for any of the last second
1: well oh, it was, it was, it was a, uh, um oh my god there's another part of the story holy shit i got to tell this part i got to tell this while we're on the radio so the girl right calls me and tells me she's like i should tell you this you know and i never told you this before but you know, I was, I was dating a guy for a long time. She's like, and he had herpes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I i didn't, I didn't even want to tell that part of the story because I was concerned that you wouldn't like that
1: story. And she was like, she was like, but I, I'm pretty sure that I never got it. And I stood my heart like dropped. Right. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? And she's like, please don't be mad at me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, were you tested? And she's like, well, I'm pretty sure I don't have it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Pretty sure. It, 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 there is no pretty sure in medical terms. Did you get tested? And she's like, no. And I was like, I was like, you stupid asshole. I'm like, how could you do this? I'm like, why would you, why would you like not go get tested? Why would you say something to me? And she's like, because I liked you, and I thought you would have thought less of me. And I was like, well, I definitely think a lot less of you now, especially <laughs> since you're telling me afterwards. I go, you know, I'm freaked out right now, so I'm going to go get myself tested. And I suggest you go do the same thing.
0: You were stressing out about that, so, too,
1: big time. Man. Oh, yeah. I was freaked out, right? So I went to Planned Parenthood. I was so embarrassed. And I have never had to do anything like this before. And, you know, stuff like that like stresses me out. I like going to Planned Parenthood, you know, I don't want, I don't even want anybody to see me like on a street stopping by and uh, I walk in and I like i like go up to the window and I'm like, uh, I'm like, so I need to get like a specific test. I'm like whispering and the lady's like, okay, uh, what kind of specific test do you need? And I was like, I just want to get tested for uh, herpes. And the lady, the lady goes, Oh, She's like, okay, well, uh, here, so fill this out and have a seat over there. Uh, fortunately, I was completely fine, thank God. But for the next, like, six, seven, eight, eight months, anytime I had, like, any sort of, like, ingrown hair or any possible thing that could have somehow resembled a herpes, freaked me out. Um, uh, but, you know, I was fine, and I really wanted to punch that girl in the face. I actually told her, I, was like, I, I would never, ever hit a woman, but if you were in front of me right now, I think I would punch you in the face. And she's like, I'm sorry, I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to ruin it with you. I'm like, you don't just not tell people stuff like that. I go, you're an adult. Go get yourself checked out. What's wrong with you? And she's like, well, you know, she was on medicine for it, and I'm like, were you having unprotected sex? And she was like, yes. And I was like, Oh my God. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, my whole body was like shaking. That was like, I was really, really scared. I
0: remember. I remember how scared you were, how worried you were. Um, we have got a few more questions, but I think we're going to end uh, the show at this point. If you guys want to ask them again, uh, there's a few okay wins left over, but we'll, uh, we'll, we're, we're pushing over two hours. So, uh, I am starving. Like I said, I'm on the PJ Braun diet, down uh, over 20 pounds now. So uh, it is definitely time for me to eat. I can't I can't wait any longer, PJ. Very
1: exciting.
0: Yes, yes. So uh, that is it for this week, PJ. Um, you got some music thought of already? Ready to roll? Uh, I'll
1: get you, I'll get you some, some. I honestly don't, but I'll get you music fast, I promise. Please, fast.
0: All right, PJ, that's it for this week. If you want to reach PJ Braun, braunfitness at yahoo.com can reach uh, me at jubaca at rxmuscle.com at sign aaron singerman to follow me on twitter keep me ahead of pj braun that's it for this week talk to you next week